the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Happy birthday to on here where's grace baker has my show been hijacked what's going on here sorry todd you're just not in control today buddy Wait, what, what what do you mean i'm not in control grace baker it's your birthday anything can happen holy Happy cow. birthday well thank you grace uh thanks you can thank kyle. producer kyle for that one wow okay um welcome to the todd starns radio show and uh, yeah it is my birthday today uh 55 years old can I just say something about that? I don't really feel 55. Uh, you know, when you're a kid and you hear somebody say, oh, you're 55. Oh, he's old. I I just don't feel old. I, I feel energized. I feel pretty happy, excited. That could be the, uh, the that sugar rush from the cake you guys got me. Maybe that as well. I mean, you've had quite the year. You've met with President Trump several times. You've traveled the country, grown with more affiliates. A lot True. going on for you. It's a lot going on. A lot going on. We've got a we've got the best team in all of talk radio That's working on the program. So, well, thank you guys very much. Uh, can't wait to see what other uh, adventures uh, come our way here. Welcome everybody, and uh, we're going to have a fun day. It's going we've got a lot of guests coming on the show today, and yeah, we're going to celebrate. It's always a good day uh, when you're above ground, and uh, it has been a blessing. It's been a great ride. Uh, thus far, and I feel very fortunate about um, about about life. And you know, going back to 2005, when I nearly uh, when I nearly bit the farm, and uh, had to have that open heart surgery, and it's been a good ride ever since. So, thank you very much for being a part of our celebration today. Uh, we I understand we have even Todd Stearns themed trivia that the staff put together. And uh, we're going to give you an opportunity to win some birthday presents. And uh, we'll give you guys some shout-outs as well throughout the program. All right, here's our telephone number, 844-747-8868. And, Grace, you want people to phone in to say happy birthday? Is that is that accurate? Oh, yes, please do. All right. Uh, it's going to be a busy day for me, but uh, I'm ready. All right, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. Uh, just a bit of breaking news, and we're following this story, and we are going to take this live uh, if you know if and when the press conference happens. But there's been a brutal attack on Paul Pelosi, who is the the husband of Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. 
Here's the information we have right now, and this is all we're going to share with you. There's a lot of speculation on social media, but we don't speculate on this program. We give you the facts, and here's what we know. Right around 2.30 this morning, that would be West Coast time, somebody broke into the Pelosi house in San Francisco, and they were armed with a hammer. This individual armed with a hammer and brutally attacked, brutally beat Paul Pelosi. Uh, He has been taken to the hospital. We understand the injuries are very severe. There is a suspect in custody, but we don't know anything else beyond that. Uh, There's a lot of speculation on social media that it's some sort of a right-wing MAGA person, and we've got no evidence thus far that this is a political attack. We don't know. So as soon as the police come out and tell us the motive and tell us a little bit more information, we're going to be able to pass that along to you. Uh, But I will say this, I am very surprised once again by the lack of security. The Pelosi home has been the subject of attacks before, and not by conservatives, by the way, but by these far, far leftists. And one group wanted um, f- wanted free rent or something of that. And anyway, they, they vandalized the home. They left the, a severed pig's head there at the Pelosi home. And again, these are attacks coming not from conservatives or even liberals, but coming from these far-left progressives. So it just seems to me that you would you would have at least one person guarding the home of the Speaker of the House. I get it. She wasn't there, but her husband was. The family was. And with the political violence, and most of the political violence has been directed at conservatives, but it seems to me that you've got a person who was third in line to the presidency. You think they would be protecting her home. But again, they didn't even protect the U.S. Capitol on January the 6th. So there you go. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that uh, story um, throughout the the, uh, the show. But again, uh, we're waiting for the, the police to have some sort of a press conference, and we'll dip into that live. I know Fox is covering as well as Newsmax. All right. Um, we have some political news, and I want to sh- start with Georgia because our good friend Joe from LJ is already on the line. I know what he's going to want to talk about. Uh, Chucky e. Schumer was on a tarmac meeting with President Biden, and they had one of these hot mic things. I we're we're not going to play that audio because it's just it's not good. You you can barely hear, it. but but the gist of it is this: things are not going well for the Democrats in Georgia. As a matter of fact. Um, according to thehill.com, and they got a transcript, and we've got the video. You can see it over on the website. But again, it's very hard to understand and make out what they're saying. Uh, but Schumer was caught on a hot mic saying, among other things, that Democrats are going downhill in Georgia. He says, quote, the state where we're going downhill is Georgia. It's hard to believe that they will go for Herschel Walker. And Herschel is uh, they have been coming after Herschel and with these allegations and the scandals and the latest, what was it, yesterday when Gloria Allred um, dragged out the gal and the gal said, oh, yeah, he told me I had to get an abortion back in 19, was it 90-something or whatever. Folks, I don't believe any of it. I just don't believe any of it. And neither do the voters of Georgia because clearly the polling data shows that these attacks are not working. As a matter of fact, I think they're working against Raphael Warnock. So anyway, it's it's a tight race. Walker is pulling ahead by some polls up to five points ahead now of Warnock. Let's go to the phones. Joe from Ella J. I understand, Joe, you were at a Herschel Walker rally. Is that right? 
Uh, Ty, that is correct, and your great senator, Marshall Blackburn, was there, but it was one of the most fired-up rallies I've ever been to. It was in Dalton, Georgia, and Herschel made a great speech. My wife and I got our picture taken with him, which is on the Internet. Also, Bert Jones, lieutenant governor. He'll be a great lieutenant governor. And, Brian, anyway, the latest Rasmussen poll, which came out yesterday, great news. Herschel Walker is now where he'd been behind. He's up by five, and Brian Kemp, the governor's up by ten. And so I'm, I'm predicting, like I've said on your show several times, it's going to be a massive landslide win for the Republicans. We're going to take over the House and Senate. And by the way, happy birthday, Todd. You, you're a great American, and people love you all over the country. And you're, I, I predict someday you're going to be number one. Uh, and, you know, I love Sean Hannity. I'm on his program a lot. But, boy, I tell you what, I think you're coming up fast, and it's great to be, you know, part of the call in on your show. But I am really fired up. And I love Marsha Blackman. You know, she is really pretty, but she's prettier in person. And I told her when I, when I met her, I said, gosh, Marsha, I've seen you on television nearly every day. You're a lot prettier. You're pretty in, on the air, but, but when you're in person here, you're a beautiful, beautiful woman. And she, she was just great and made it. She introduced Herschel and, uh, she, I think she'll someday, I, I want to say, I think Marsha Blackman, the next day when I got home, she was on Fox Fitness News the next day. So she's got a lot of energy and drive, and I predict someday Marsha Blackman will be president of the United States. But going back to Herschel, Herschel's going to win, Brian Kemp's going to win, and Brian and Todd, we can all sing the great song, Happy Days Are Here Again. <laughs> yes, we can, Joe. And by the way, we had Marsha on the show just yesterday, Marsha Blackburn, ladies and gentlemen, the senator from ten- Tennessee, and she is in Iowa. Now, she says she's there campaigning, and she is campaigning for Kim Reynolds and uh, Chuck Grassley. Right. But, Joe, you and I both know we've been in politics a long time. There's a reason why Marsha Blackburn is in Iowa, and I suspect there's more to it. <laughs> I think so. she's going to be president someday, Tom. One I'm day. Predict that on your, I'm crazy about her. All right, good stuff, Joe. All right, we're marking you down here, and we're gonna we'll we'll see how this plays out. Joe, thanks for the birthday wishes. Uh, let's go to Steve in Central Arkansas. Uh, wants to weigh in on this uh, situation in Georgia. Hey, Steve, what's up? Hey, Todd. Uh, I want to get you to explain something to me. An old man, an old fifty-five-year-old man like you that uh, has covered as many elections as you have. Uh, <laughs> Have, have, has a lot more savvy about this than I do. How does a state like Georgia, through this whole political, through this whole campaign season of the past year, I've been hearing Brian Kemp being up 10 points over their rock star. Uh, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. But Herschel Walker is just now pulling even. They've had him under. Where are these thousands of people that will vote for Brian Kemp, but they will not vote for Herschel Walker. Where, do, where is that demographic at? I hadn't heard anybody explain that. Well, look, the first of all, the polling data is all over the place, but on the Kemp, on that gubernatorial race, Kemp has always been in the lead. Uh, all of the polls that have come out from day one have had Kemp leading. And I think this is a, this is a case of the people not being sure about Herschel Walker. Uh, They've been coming out with all these scandals, all the allegations, and I think that really has hurt Walker. Uh, But once people got to hear from him, they're starting to, you know, they're starting to embrace uh, Herschel, and uh, and I think his poll numbers are going to go up as well. But I think all along, you know, Brian Kemp has been an incredibly popular uh, governor, 
in spite of the whole Trump controversy, but within the state of Georgia, they love this guy. Yeah, but I just, I just, I still don't, it still doesn't, the dots don't connect with me, somebody that, that many people, now I can see a point or two here or there, but you're talking about 10, 10 or more points. That's just tens of thousands of people in the state of the, the size of Georgia. Well, and, and again, this is, they're only sampling a partial, you know, they're not polling every voter in the state. So it very well may be that the people they talked to were just unsure about Walker. But again, Brian Kemp has a proven track record, incredibly popular in the state. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why you're seeing that discrepancy of the polling numbers. And, uh, you know, I, I, Martha Zoller, who uh, hosts a terrific show for WDUN, uh, if she's listening, she might just be able to phone in and explain that. But I asked her about that a while back, and, and she, again, told me, and this is about a couple of months ago, Steve, that Kemp is just hugely popular in the state, more so than Herschel Walker right now. Hmm. Yeah, we'll one see. One more quick thing. Yeah. One more quick thing, Todd. Uh, you know you're eligible for AARP now, though. Steve, you're going to be banned from the show if you keep. <laughs> <laughs> Happy right. birthday, Todd. Steve, God bless you and thank you, sir. Actually, I am already eligible for AMAC, and uh, we love those folks. And I already get. I can't wait because Grace Baker today. I'm going to use my discount. Oh, nice. I'm going to go to the Bob Evans. Oh, wow. Man, Todd, living on that wild <laughs> the side. The early bird special. Woo! And Better watch gonna, out, world. I'm going to take a nap right after the show. <laughs> Man. <laughs> and then I got to yell. Hold on. I got to yell at somebody. So, I see something. There's something happening outside in front of the, the news bunker. Hey, you kids, get off my lawn. Oh, that felt good. Oh, did it? Did it feel I, natural? It did feel natural. I, you know, after you hit 55, that's what you got to do. That's true. I don't know. That's what I hear. Uh, let's go to Mary Lou uh, listening to us on WHKP in North Carolina. Hey, Mary Lou, what's on your mind? Hey, what's on my mind is your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, thank you very much. You're very kind to wish me a happy birthday. Thanks. And my dear, 55 is not old. I would be 55 again if I could. <laughs> well, you don't sound a day over 55. Oh, my dear, I'm 20 plus years older than you. Is that right? You don't sound like it, Mary yeah. Lee. Like, you know, well, Mary, good. do you feel your age? Because I'm. they say you're supposed to feel your age. I'm going to feel my age. You know, I think it all is depends on our health. Because 55, you know, people say, well, you don't look this age. What are you supposed to look like at a certain age? Oh, that's a fair I think point. It de- you know what? What I think it depends on our health, and and I happen to be very blessed because my health is okay. I'm fine, and I think that has something to do with it. I really do. Mary Lou, we're going to have to go to a break, but thank you so much, yes, and I really absolutely. appreciate your happy birthday. Happy birthday! You have a wonderful day. All right, thank you so much. All right, eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. That's our toll free telephone number. This is the Todd Stern Show. Thanks to you great Americans, MyPillow is an amazing company. And Mike Lindell has an amazing offer for my listeners on his standard MyPillows. You get a standard MyPillow, normally $69.98, only $19.98. You're also going to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products like MyPillow towels, mattress toppers, my slippers, so much more. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square to get Mike's standard MyPillow for just $19.98. Or you can call 800-839-8506 and use the promo code STARNS. MyPillow is made in the USA, comes with a 10-year warranty so you know it's going to last, and a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want but need. 
Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-839-8506 and use the promo code STARNS to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code STARNS, or call 1-800-839-8506. So Grace producer Kyle is... uh, is going to take it, take me out for supper tonight. I'm kind of excited about this. Do you know yet where you're going? No, but he's one of these foodies. Oh, I know. So you know, it's so I don't know. It'll I hope, probably be like some weird vegan. Food. I'm like I'm a kidding. meat and potato. Wait, what? I'm kidding. Oh, geez, I'm so kidding. Loud. All right. Thank you. Well, I'm excited about that. All right, let's go to the phones here. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. Our chief executive officer is on the line, Dalton Glasscock. Hey, Dalton, how's it going? Uh, it is going well. I thought I would call before we got in the second or third hour. I didn't know when your nap started. So Wow. Wow. This is Happy what I have to look forward to. Thank you, Dalton. Uh, I was hoping to be there to celebrate, but it looks like we're going to have to go next week. So just make sure you're well-rested. I know 55 can take a lot of your energy out uh, pretty quickly. So. I, you know, it's funny because I've been taking balance of nature, and uh, I'm feeling great. I've got a little pep in the step. Hey, I've been taking a balance of nature as well, and I, I must feel the same as you. I love it. Dalton, real quick before we let you go, how are things going there in Kansas? I know you're deeply involved in politics there. Are you guys expecting a big turnout on Election Day? Yeah, they're going well. I'm actually calling you between uh, door knocking today. So I took the day off, sorry, Todd, uh, to make sure that we can save democracy. Um, it's going to be, I think, a very competitive race uh, here in Kansas. Um, but it's going to be fun, and it really comes down to turnout. I know people hear that again and again, but if we don't turn out the base and we don't turn out our voters, then we are not going to win this election. And so I think it takes everybody, if you haven't knocked a door this cycle, if you haven't made a phone call this cycle, head over to your local county office, go to the Shelby County Party, if you're there in Memphis, or go anywhere across the country, and I guarantee you they're going to welcome you. Yeah, absolutely, and and that is so vitally important. Uh, again, Dalton, we're seeing the polling data and we know we heard the hot bike comments from Chuck Schumer, so the Democrats know that they're going down. But that's only going to happen if we get out the vote and uh, get people out on Election Day. Yeah, it is. It all, it all comes down to turnout. It also comes to convincing your family and friends. So make sure to invite someone to come to the polls with you. If you have an elderly parent, make sure you go and pick them up, because a lot of people forget to vote on Election Day. And closing at 7 o'clock, well, it's too late. So make sure to go pick up your parents, go pick up your kids, Make sure to go out and vote, and make sure it's a family experience when you're going out there as well. Well said. All right, Dalton, good hearing from you. We look forward to seeing you in Memphis next week. Make sure you take your balance of nature to stay awake. (laughs) I'll do that. Thank you, Dalton. Appreciate it. Wow. It, this is what I have to look forward to for the rest of the uh, the career. Uh, 844-747-8868. Uh, we're going to take your calls. We're going to go right to the phones. And by the way, not only is it my birthday, but it's also open line Friday. So you can call in and talk about whatever you want. Can I just say we've got a huge lineup. Uh, Congressman Jim Jordan is here. We have Governor Mike Huckabee. Uh, also, some crazy culture war stories to tell you about. And most importantly, today is the final day of our Alliance Defending Freedom campaign. We are raising 
important money uh, for this organization as they fight for our freedom. And I need you to go to our website today and donate. If it's $5, $10, $100, whatever you can give, we need your help. You can do that at ToddSterns.com. Click on the Alliance Defending Freedom banner and join so many of our listeners who have already donated to help fight for religious liberty in America. All right, folks, hang tight. We've got more coming your way. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. There's no doubt the nation is facing a financial crisis because of the Biden administration's economic policies. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and no doubt our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you are vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, physical. It's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold, and they can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA where you still own the physical gold. They can also ship the gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can actually fit inside a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-528-1903 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. the time and i don't know how you guys managed to pull off this huge surprise i mean this morning with the breck with the birthday biscuit oh yeah there was a birthday biscuit with candles on it apparently i should have blown out the candles because the wax melted Ugh. onto the biscuit and the chicken filet and that's why we had a spare ready to go you did i, I you thought of everything you know this well we got a nice. team it was a team effort we had caleb parker managing editor producer kyle everybody else in the, the building frost cake was delicious oh yeah wow all right welcome back everybody great to have you with us on a bid busy busy news day uh we're going to go to a couple of calls here uh 844-747-8868 let's go to tom in georgia wdun tom what's on your mind hey whippersnapper <laughs> <laughs> uh, an old compared fogey to me, <laughs> compared to me you are a whippersnapper but i'd like to wish you before i make my pelosi comment a happy birthday same day as my 10 year old grandson by the way is that right in this, yes in this fashion Happy birthday to you. I'm older than you. It don't get no better. So happy birthday to you. Tom, you have a lovely singing voice. A little pitchy uh, there, but very nice. No, that, was, that, was, that was supposed to be Satchmo. Come on, give me. Give me, give me, throw me a bone. I love it. I love it. All right, let's get okay. Let's get to this Pelosi attack because I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. Yes, sir. Um, so you know how whenever we see these things or hear about these things, there's photos. And now they're all about, well, let's respect our privacy and all this stuff. But this is a public figure. We need to see what's going on here. And until I see the photos of the injuries, which, you know, it's terrible. You know, it, nobody wants this. Okay. Least of all, you know, folks that believe in a God like you, you and I do. 
Um, and so, but I, I'm just going to be skeptical. I'm going to be a doubting Thomas until I see the photographic evidence. Because right away they said he's going to make a full recovery. Now, when you get hit in the head and in the body with a hammer. Hmm. And you're in your 80s. I mean, the guys, he's an older guy. So, well, yeah, he, and yeah uh, I, I'm not quite there yet. Okay. But yes, and, yes. All right, well, let's see what happens here, Tom. Uh, we're expecting a, a press conference from the police any moment, and when that happens, we're going to bring it to everybody as, as live as we can, and uh, we'll try to see if we can't get some info. But I, I do have my suspicions, but I want to withhold those uh, until we uh, get some information and some hard evidence from the police. Tom, thanks for the kind words and the uh, the Sanchmo uh, rendition. Very nice indeed. All right, 844-747-8868. A disturbing story that I came across last night over on the Gateway Pundit. There is a high school teacher, a physical education teacher, in southern Illinois. Uh, His name is Cody Hiller, and he has been suspended from his job uh, because he refused to follow orders and allow a girl to change clothes in the boys' locker room. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now. We are honored to have Cody Hiller with us. Coach, thanks for coming on the program today. Thank you for having me. Coach, I want you to tell our listeners, I mean, you've been a teacher for, what, 14 years at West Frankfort High School. You're a husband. You're a, you're, you've, got a, you've got a wife. You've got kids. I want you to tell us what happened at that school that got you in trouble. Sure. So last Monday, we had a student that started PE that uh, said that she was planning on changing in the boys' locker room, a biological female wanted to change in the boys' locker room. When I was notified of this, I went to our administration and let them know that I, I could not, would not allow that to happen. It's not right for that to happen. Um, so a couple of days went by trying to figure out what the process was going to be. I, I held in that stance, trying to protect all students, and I was placed on administrative leave until all of it could get sorted out. And, and, and is that where we are now? Are you still on administrative leave? Yes, I'm still on administrative leave, uh, again, waiting for the next process. I was notified by my administration today that, that there was going to be a, a, a board meeting dealing with remedy of uh, evaluation process, which I'm not sure what all that means. Um, I think the, the gist of it is, you know, uh, making sure that uh, no one's being discriminated against uh, in this process. I, I'm curious, uh, Coach, why do you have a problem with – uh, this child wanting to go into the boys' locker room? It's not safe for anybody. It's, it's not right. Um, I think all students should be protected, all of them, uh, no matter how they identify. But it's just not safe. It's not the place to be. Um, I am a Christian. I do have uh, my own beliefs on this as well. But you don't have to be a Christian to believe this either. Uh, it's, just, it's just a matter of, of right and wrong, and it's a line that I was not willing to cross. And I have to imagine that this is causing turmoil among the kids as well. Is that the case? Or are kids weighing in on this issue? Yeah, it's, uh, it's become a, a topic of discussion quite a bit the last couple of days here. Um, and that was one of the hardest parts for me. As, as a teacher, I was not allowed to inform students uh, of, of what was taking place or their parents. That would be, would be labeled as discrimination on that matter as well. So that's probably the hardest part for me was not being able to notify anybody of what was going on. And and I have to imagine it's been hard for your kids as well. You're a father of six children. Do that. What are those ages, Coach? Uh, my oldest is nine and, and go down all the way down to three months old. So we're, wow. we're little. 
Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's it's. I have to imagine that's a pretty fun household, but a very busy household for you and your wife. It is. Yes, in both in both manners. So, how are you doing? I mean, I mean, it's got to be disconcerting, I guess, not knowing if you're going to have a job. You know, I've uh, God has really given us a lot of peace about this because we know we're making the right decision. Um, it's it's a job. It's a I, I enjoy teaching kids and having kids, but it, it's a job. The big thing that's always stood out to me about this is the law that needs to be changed. It's a it's a terrible law. We've got a couple in this state, and this is one of them that needs to be changed. And so my goal is, if I lose my job, that's okay. But I want the word to spread that this stuff right here is happening in Southern Illinois, not Chicago, but Southern Illinois. And it's time for some some people, a lot of people, to do something about it. No, you're absolutely right. And and Cody, have you have you sought legal counsel, Alliance Defending Freedom, First Liberty Institute, one of those big law firms? Yeah, I am uh, been in contact with one out of uh, based out of Florida um, that's been working with me um, since Wednesday Wednesday night. So we're putting some stuff together. Good. Uh, Is that Liberty Council by any chance? Yes, sir. Uh, well, Matt Staver, good friend of this program, and I, I know you're going to be in great hands with whoever you picked out of that bunch. Uh, they're going to take good care of you. Yeah, I've heard great things um, from, from that law firm, and like I said, I'm looking forward to working with them. Coach, what is the message for other teachers out there, other coaches, physical education teachers, that are going to be facing these kinds of, of, of situations and issues? Yeah, um, it's going to keep happening. Um you know, I think the big thing is if this isn't a line in the sand, then what is? Um, I know it's tough to step out because you're you're putting your livelihood on the line. You know, they've got kids, they've got families, they've got bills to pay. All understandable. Um, but it's not going to stop if we don't put a stop to it. So, you know, my thing is th- there has to be a line somewhere. If this isn't the line, what's going to be the line for other people? Um, again, I am I'm in this to protect all all students. No, no yeah. matter what, and all students need to be protected. So that's my biggest challenge is to, you know, to kind of look at what's ahead here and, and see what's down the line and, and see, you know, are they comfortable with where things are going? Well, Cody, um, you're a good man, and uh, I think you're setting a great example for, for teachers. Um, you're setting a great example for dads and, and a great example for Christians on, on how to stand up, how to fight for your rights, and do so in an honorable way. And so we wish you the very best. Uh, we're going to be in touch with Matt Staver as well, and we're going to follow this case and uh, just let us know what we can do and what our audience can do to, to stand alongside you. Well, I appreciate it, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak about this issue. And, again, hopefully uh, we, we can get to the process where we can get this law changed. All right. Cody Hiller, ladies and gentlemen, a physical education coach. He's a, a dad, six kids under the age of nine, and uh, he is now on administrative leave because he did what was right. And they're going to try to force him to pay a price here. We're going to have to stand up alongside of him. Folks, if you live in that area, go to the school board meeting and let your voices be heard. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. I mean, these are the – look, you know, we talk about Alliance Defending Freedom, and we've been raising money for these folks, and this guy is being represented by another law firm. But I'm telling you. These these cases are going to be on the rise, 
And we're all going to be faced with these decisions. We're not talking about Berkeley. We're not talking about Chicago. We're talking about Southern Illinois, a small town. And I'm telling you, I've been in that part of the country, and those folks are just as country as the day is long. Never did they imagine, I can promise you this, Cody Hiller never imagined he would be faced with that kind of decision. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we're standing alongside Alliance Defending Freedom. And this is it. Today is the day. An opportunity, a final opportunity for you to be a part of the largest Christian conservative legal defense organization in the nation. The final day of our campaign. Uh, as we head into the weekend, I want you to take a moment, go to ToddStarns.com, make your tax-deductible donation in any amount and help ADF battle for parents' rights, students' rights, and freedom of religion. And most importantly, your First Amendment, the right to say what you believe. Lathan Watts is ADF's Vice President for Public Affairs. He spent nearly 20 years working with conservative leaders like Governor Rick Perry and tackling tough issues on government overreach and the growing woke agenda. That's what led me to ADF. You know, so I was sort of in that area, but, you know, ADF, you know, they work on all of the things that are, are the issues that, that are going to have a lasting impact beyond when I'm, uh, when I'm dead and gone. I've got two daughters. I'm, I'm concerned about the world that they're going to inherit. And ADF is the premier organization that's doing the work on all of these issues uh, in our culture. So how about you? I mean, looking around American society, are you happy with people trying to strip away your children's rights now and in the future? Well, today's the final day of the campaign. So, folks, I'm encouraging you. We just need about a 1,000 of you to give $100, and we've surpassed our goal. Any amount to help Alliance Defending Freedom protect your children's God-given rights. Go to ToddSterns.com, click on the Alliance Defending Freedom banner, or you can give them a call, 855-417-6556. That's 855-417-6556. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going right to the phone, so hang tight. We've got one line open. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I was on the Facebook live feed, and uh, thanks for the kind wishes there. But more people are weighing in on this this Paul Pelosi attack, and people are saying this is a juicy smooth. This sounds like a juicy smoulet um, moment. So that's people are not believing it. They they want to be able to. They want to see this. Some people said, "Where's where was Mrs. Pelosi at?" Well, she was in D.C. She's she's not a suspect. Come on, people. 
She's in anyway, uh, and that's and they say that's why the, um, the that's why her security detail was not at at the home. But now, according to the the San Francisco Examiner, they're they're now saying they're they're getting some intel from police. They're saying this was a he was specifically targeted. So they specifically targeted the San Francisco home. We don't have any other intel other than that right now. But you know, he was arrested. He what spent five days in jail for the DUI where he seriously injured somebody. So we don't know. We, again, we don't have any intel. We we got nothing. But uh, the Facebook crowd is convinced this is a juicy Smoulet incident. All right, let's go to the phones, 844-747-8868. Let's go to Susie and Georgia, WDUN. Hey, Susie, what's on your mind? Well, hey, Todd, happy birthday. Thank you, Susie. Hey, your mom and dad did a wonderful job. Well, he's a fine, fine young man. Well, you're kind to say that, Susie. Thank you. And you are, you are a young man. Well, I feel like it. I, I just don't feel old, Susie. Yeah, well, I, I'm a few years older than you, and I don't feel old either. But the calendar says different. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> hey, hey, Todd. Other day you were talking about food on airline flights. Yes, ma'am. Oh, international flights is worse than gross, Todd. Really? It is. Oh, yes. It is just. I had the privilege of four years ago going on an, airline, an international flight, and it was just nasty. Is Coming that... back? Mm-hmm. Yes. Coming back, I told the flight attendant, I said, you keep it. I can wait till I land, and then I get some leave. Oh, it my was, goodness. It, it was It was just, I just couldn't stomach it, Todd. <laughs> it was just bad. Well, Susie, I, you know, and again, usually it's to get you, you know, it's just to tide you over until you get to where you're going. Uh, but but on those long-haul flights, you know, you got to have a little bit of lunch. you got to have a little bit of supper. Uh, but, yeah, that vegetarian curry I had, or, you know, they tried to get me to eat. I took a – that was a hard <laughs> no for me, Susie, a hard no. <laughs> right, and, and, I, and I hope whoever's taking you out tonight doesn't give you any vegan food. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, Susie. Uh, but I'll probably get. I'll probably be forced to eat something that I'm really not familiar with. So, and I'm oh, okay. okay. I'm okay with that. I'm I'm open to trying some new stuff. So, okay. Hey, and I'm all for that young man, Cody, that just called in that young teacher. Yes, man, I'm behind him 100, percent and I'm behind my president 100 percent for running in 24, President Trump. And I'll tell you this, we got one week and a day to the big game. Yes, and Susie, we're, we may not be able to speak to each other on that day, but afterwards, <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about Georgia Bulldogs and the Tennessee Volunteers. Yes, yes, that'll, that'll be okay. I think it's going to be the SEC game of the year. It's That's the national championship game right there, Susie. Yeah, it is. It that's is, what that right? is. I agree. I told everybody, I said, that's going to be the exciting game of the year. I love it. So, well, Susie, thank you Ron, for – go ahead. I was going to say, and Ron Hushel, Ron. All right, Susie from Georgia, thank you. Always good hearing from you. Uh, let's go to Mark in the Villages. Hey, Mark, what's up? <laughs> First of all, I want, I want to say happy birthday. I was going to do a uh, Marilyn Monroe impersonation, but I don't think that would have went over I'm well. I'm glad you did um, not, Mark. So, <laughs> yeah. second, Secondly, um, I'm just checking in with your staff, make sure that, you know, your heart couldn't take these strippers if they end up doing that to you. And, um, and because you don't know who you're going to get when they come to the door now. Well, that's a fair point. 
and 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 last and lastly and lastly, this Pelosi thing sounds fishy to me, um, especially right near elections and everything. Most likely, they'll probably be putting Trump hats on them and Trump shirts, and then just kind of blame blame the Trump supporters. It's just too convenient right next to these elections, if you ask me. Uh, and what, and, yes, I, I have my suspicions, Mark. I will just leave it there for right now. Also, if you ever had a vegan birthday cake? Uh, can't say I've had, Matt, Mark. <laughs> I just want to throw that out. Be careful. You you may get one. I don't. You see, I don't know. It's I don't. I don't think the staff is that nefarious. So I, I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough, you know. And you're just waiting for the guy from TMZ in the bushes to take a picture. Oh, Starge drinks unsweet tea. Oh, alert, alert. Oh, wait a second. I might actually do that. But you know, you get the point. So they're they're just they're they're looking and they're lurking. So all right, Mark. You just enjoy your day. Thank you, you Mark. It. Well, I'm I'm having the best birthday because I get to hang out with all you folks, and uh, we have the best audience in all of talk radio. All right, uh, hour two coming up. We have a lot of stuff to get through. A lot of guests going to Mike Huckabee, going to weigh in on Elon Musk. Wow, that people are getting triggered all over the country. Who knew that free speech would do something like that? All right, stick around, everybody. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us. That's right. I love this American All right, so apparently, we're, are we doing this every hour? Is that is that pretty much the gist of this? All right, well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Uh, clearly, I'm not in control of my own destiny today, uh, but thank you for the uh, the birthday greetings, and uh, we've had a lot of fun. We're going to be going to your calls, and uh, I just have to say, Grace, I am just... I'm just impressed you were able to pull this off without me knowing anything at all about this. Well, I think the key is you're such a busy guy, we were just able to kind of slip it through well thank you for that <laughs> so. yes you, you and you certainly did so anyway we're gonna have a lot of fun this hour of the uh, program we are following some breaking news and i want to bring this uh, bring you up to speed on what we know so far so this morning in the wee hours of the morning some guy broke into nancy pelosi's home in san francisco armed with a hammer uh, beat the living daylights out of paul pelosi but now fox news is reporting that the suspect allegedly said where is nancy uh, the police are getting ready to hold a press conference. We're going to dip into that when it happens. Um, a lot of people on social media are taking sides. Uh, there are a lot of conservatives calling this a juicy smoulet incident. In other words, that it just sounds fishy. It sounds suspicious. Others are immediately calling this a domestic terrorist attack and are suggesting that Trump supporters are behind it. But there's no evidence of either one of those right now. So let's just wait until the police come out. I think we can all agree that nobody deserves to be beaten with a hammer in their home. I don't care who you are. I'm going to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Our good friend, a great American patriot, and host of the best show on TBN. We're talking about our good friend, Governor Mike Huckabee. Hey, Gov, how's it going today? 
Todd, happy birthday, my friend. I hope that uh, everyone understands this is why the post office and banks are all closed today in honor of Todd Starn's birthday. <laughs> well, by the way, it was great to see you just a couple. We were just together a couple of days ago in Los Angeles, and Lord knows how many people we triggered in California. <laughs> Well, I know we both got the heck out of there as quickly as possible before Gavin Newsom found out that either one of us <laughs> were in true. his fair state. And with the two of us, along with Charlie Kirk, being at the same event, uh, truly it was uh, very, very important to leave town quickly. Uh, yes, it was. And, of course, we were there to uh, to honor and celebrate our good friend uh, Brad Dacus over at Pacific Justice Institute, and they do some great work. And I just have to – I've heard you speak a number of times, and it's, it's you. I don't think there's anybody out there that can hold a candle to your speeches. You just really have a great way of connecting with folks. Well, you're very kind to say that. I appreciate it. Um, you know, it was a great group, and that is one of those uh, organizations that people – may underestimate the importance, but we talk about winning at the ballot box, and that is critically important. But right now, if we don't win in the courtroom, what we do at the ballot box isn't going to matter. No, you're absolutely right, Governor. And, you know, you look at the polling data out there, things are looking good. Um, I want to get your take on this uh, Chuck Schumer conversation. Uh, He was caught on the hot mic telling the president, on the tarmac that things are not looking very good for the Democrats in Georgia. And and I think that everybody understands, even the Democrats understand, what's about to happen to their party in November. Well, I think they do, too. Uh, it's, I believe, going to be a bloodbath for the Democrats, and they have not done anything to give Americans reason to vote for them. They give them a lot of reasons to not vote for them, uh, including Joe Biden's ridiculous statement the other day when he honestly said that the reason uh, that people were having trouble at the grocery store was they were buying Kellogg's rather than the store brand of Raisin Bran. And he doesn't seem to understand that inflation is real and it's hurting Americans. And it's not just their packaged foods and cereal. It's every stinking thing they buy. And no, gas was not uh, $5 a gallon when he took office. It was $2.39 a gallon when he took office, and we're paying almost twice uh, what we were when he did come into uh, the presidency. And as a matter of fact, uh, Governor, we've got that audio. Let's uh, take a listen. And by the way, the food prices, the main driver of food prices is not the price of beef and eggs, etc. Well, they're up. It's packaged goods. Packaged goods. You're going to see people not buying Kellogg's. Uh, raisin brand, which you're going to see them buy another raisin brand, which would be a dollar cheaper. I mean, so what's happening is there is real movement. And, and, and Governor, he also said something about gas prices, which was completely untrue. Let, let's take a listen to that and I'll have you respond. And because of the action we've taken, gas prices are declining. We're down a dollar twenty five since the peak at this summer. And they've been falling for the last three weeks as well as well. And adding up real savings for families. Today, the most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. Governor, it's just not true. He's he's either senile or he's lying, or, or it could be a combination of both. I don't know, but that is just not true. You know he's got to have some staff that need to give him some cards and say, here's what the price of gas was when you took office, Mr. President. And you shouldn't go out there and tell people something that 
just isn't so. It's bad staff work, but I think it's a combination of him not having a clue. Let's ask ourselves, when was the last time Joe Biden stood at the pump and filled his tank? When is the last time Joe Biden walked through the aisles of a grocery store and bought groceries? I would say the answer to that would be never. Governor Mike Huckabee on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Governor, uh, we actually have an exclusive feed inside Twitter headquarters right now. And I want to, uh, we were able to get this audio earlier. I want you to hear what happened when word came that Elon Musk was officially in charge. Do we have that? Oh, that sounds terrible. It's Governor. Uh, people are losing it over Elon Musk uh, getting rid of the top executives and promising to bring free speech back to Twitter. I, I think it's one of the most wonderful things that's happened in a long time. You know, I've never met Elon Musk, but I would love to because I just find him a fascinating guy. He tweeted out after he took control and he fired the CEO, the CFO, and the head of legal compliance, all of whom were liberal uh, censors. And uh, he said, "Free the bird is free. And I thought, let's crank up Leonard Skinner's free bird and <laughs> enjoy freedom of speech. I love it. And uh, I've, it's that you can already sense a change on Twitter already. So I, I think that's great, and we'll see how all that takes. You know, take what that what happens down the road with Trump. Uh, I was I heard a conversation uh, Liz Harrington did this morning on KWAM, our flagship in Memphis, and she says Trump has no intention of of going on Twitter. I suspect there's probably something in the contract over at True Social that would prevent him from doing that right now. Yeah, that's probably right. You know, and I mean, let's face it, he, uh, he, you know, has been already creating his own network and he did that because he couldn't get on Twitter and who knows what, uh, what the future holds for him. But, you know, he may decide to, uh, merge the two. It's hard to tell. Mm. All right, governor, what's coming up on the big show Saturday? Congressman Pat Fallon from Texas will be with us. We're going to be talking, uh, about the border and the midterm elections. John McLaughlin, one of the few pollsters I've got any confidence in, will be with us. We'll talk about how the numbers really are shaping up. Uh, and we've got a young lady uh, who is going to be with us. I think this is going to be exciting. She swam and uh, tied with Leah Thomas, the, uh, the man who pretends to be a woman. And uh, she'll be talking about why she is filing a suit and creating a totally new thing, challenging the NCAA's rules on this. It's going to be very fascinating. Uh, her name is Riley Gaines. All right, folks, it's going to be a great show this weekend, and we have links to all the governor's uh, websites and social media platforms on the live show blog. All right, Governor, appreciate you coming on. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. All right, Governor Mike Huckabee, everybody, on the road. Busiest guy in politics. He literally did an event in Nashville flew in to California, did our event that night, immediately turned right back around and flew back to Arkansas for another event. I, I just don't know how the guy does it. Um, all right, here's I, I want to give you the lay of the land here, and just to recap the information, Paul Pelosi was allegedly violently assaulted in his home in California. Fox News reporting that a source says the attacker shouted, "'Where is Nancy?' We're waiting for the police to hold a press conference, and we're going to bring that to you as soon as it happens. In the meantime, I want to go to, to the, the phones here. Uh, Patty in North Carolina, WSIC. Patty, how are you today? 
I'm good, Todd. Happy birthday. Thank you. You know what? I love listening to you. I love Grace. I love you know what? And Grace is Grace is the best. She does so she's really don't ever let her go. You, no, no. Oh, look, she's a keeper, as as we say. Uh, we love Grace. And, you know, it's funny, Patty, I'll go out and, and do events, and people are like, you need to bring Grace out. So we're trying to. Yeah, bring Grace out because, um, you know, when's the next CPAC? Because I would love, if you ever, would you go to another CPAC? Oh, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, we've already got the invitation to speak. And so uh, we're going to be doing the show out at CPAC. And so you'll meet, if you're there, you'll be able to meet Grace. Okay. Okay. I want her there because I I love to meet her. I love her. She's so good. Yeah, she's great. She's um, great. Anyway, I want to bring up the Paul Pelosi thing, and I think you're so right. How right? It's eleven days before the midterms. All of a sudden, Katie Hobbs gets broken into. Uh, Paul Pelosi's getting bludgeoned with a, a hammer. Now they got the guy in custody. How come we can't see the guy that got in custody? Good question. And they're saying, I mean, if according to the source, and I don't know who they're talking to, clearly somebody in the police department, but they're saying that they were the guy was looking for Nancy. He's probably right. I, I, God help me. I, I don't know, Patty. I, I don't know. Well, I'm just saying that, you know, maybe I, I thought maybe Nancy did it because she was mad at him with the DUI. But again, it, well... <laughs> Well, you know, I actually thought about that. I, I'm sorry. I did think that because you're right. He just that just happened. Um, but um, but anyway, but Nancy Pelosi was not there, which is no. why the security detail. But Patty, for God's sake, she's third in line to the, the presidency. You got to have the you got to have the house guarded. What's wrong with these people? These guys, are, these people are worth millions of dollars. They don't have security. Well, somebody needs, it, it makes no sense. And you're right. They're worth tens of millions of dollars. Right. I, I don't understand. And I want to see this guy that they have in custody. I want to right. see them. They, let's see Let's you know? see what happens. So, uh, Patty, uh, we're going to have to let you go because we are monitoring this live feed, and we got to take a quick break here. But thank you for those kind words. Lou from Lula. Is that Georgia? Lula, Georgia. All right. Wants to know, do you celebrate your birthday and Halloween together? Lou, my mom was so concerned that she was going to give birth on Halloween that just that that just terrified her and so she made my dad take her to the Shakey's Pizza and you people that live in the Memphis area you will remember Shakey's Pizza on what was then Elvis Presley I think that was still it was Elvis Presley Boulevard I don't I'm not sure it was called that back in the day but anyway Elvis Presley Boulevard right up from Graceland and she ordered an entire large pepperoni pizza extra pepperoni ate the entire thing that was on october 27th went into labor the next day and uh here i am hanging out with you so uh and i love pepperoni pizza go figure all right got to take a break here 844-747-8868 this is the todd stern show Coming up in uh, just a little while, Carolyn Levitt. She is the Republican nominee for New Hampshire's 1st Congressional District. By the way, she gets elected. She is the youngest person ever elected to Congress, and she is a pro-Trumper. Uh, Caroline Levitt's going to be joining us. Also, Congressman Jim Jordan is on the way, as well as Chris Tagal, who is a great radio host there in Philadelphia at AM 990, The Answer. 
So we're going to be checking in with them as well. All right, uh, let's go to the phones here, 844-747-8868. Jackson in Iowa. Jackson, thanks for holding on. What's on your mind? Jackson, I mean, Todd, are you ready? I'm ready. You say it's your birthday. You're going to have a good time, Todd. Oh, I love this. That's sort of like a poetry slam with, like, the bongos. It's the Beatles from the White Album. I love it. I love it. Jackson, (laughs) thank you. Yep, Todd. Many more. Todd, you remember uh, 2004 when John Kerry ran against George Bush? Yes, I do. Okay, I was a handyman. I was working in the... Uh, um, I had my tractor on with my headphones on. I'll never forget, it was only an uh, hour before polling. I was listening to Sean Hannity, and he said, uh, I want you to hear this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. He said, it does not look good for the Republicans. It said He said that George Bush was set to lose because John Kerry was ahead in the polls. This was one hour before closing. And Sean said, it's not too late. Everybody get out there, do your best, go out and vote. And as a miracle was performed, the last oh, last half hour or so it got better and went toward George Bush. So, see, I really don't believe in polls till the last minute. I'm with you. I do think the polls are useful, and uh, I think Republicans need um, a, a little bit of encouragement. Uh, and, Jackson, I, I think that this is doing it. Uh, they need to know that there is hope and Look, I don't think the polls are are deceptive, but I do think that we need to we need to still get out the vote, campaign like we're twenty points behind. Now, if we're twenty points ahead, I'm like okay, but we're not. You know, we've still got a long way to go, and we got to fight till the last poll is closed. Hey, Todd, I think you're about the same age as Amy Carter. Okay, Jackson, that's a low blow. <laughs> that is. It's, we actually are the same age. It's, wow. Uh, you know, Jackson, I expect this from the staff, but the callers, really, Jackson? <laughs> All right, Jackson, thank you for the uh, birthday poetry slam, a little Beatles action from the White Album. Uh, 844-747-8868. Let's go to Gene, the super fan. Gene, where are you today? Well, hello, Todd. Well, hold on one quick second. Let me see if something if I can do with this gentleman, kind of. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> there you go, sir. Happy birthday, Todd. That's number one. Gene, was that a harmonica? You got that right. Wow, I yes. love it. <laughs> I grabbed it out of my I, I grabbed it out of my goodie box for you, Todd. So, um, but I'm in, I'm back in Florida now. That's where I'm at. I'm getting ready for the rally. Uh, next Sunday, he's come, President Trump's coming to Miami, so this will be my 25th rally, so I'm very excited about this, Todd. Gene, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, there is a little bit of um, a little dust-up between uh, DeSantis and Trump, at least their teams. Uh, DeSantis was upset that he wasn't a part of the, the rally, I guess, or that it was that the president was going to be there. What, what are, what's the scuttlebutt there? You, you're kind of in the know there. You know, I really haven't heard too much about it, but, you know, there really shouldn't be any issues. If Ron DeSantis has an issue with that, with the president coming, then, I, then I'm against that. Uh, you know, then I disagree with uh, Governor DeSantis. I mean, and, and that's very simple to do with, with our governor, because we have the best governor in the in the country, as you know. Oh, yeah. So we, we, we have nothing negative to really say about this man. 
So right. as far as I'm concerned, we're good with that, you know. So, Gene, uh, we got to leave it there, my friend. The music's going to cut us off. And, folks, press conference about to get underway. We'll go live to that coming up next. This is the Todd Stern Show. gentlemen well this is weird so san francisco police came out and we were prepared to go right to the press conference live uh they came out and within the span of just a few moments uh released a statement and that's it they're not giving any other information they did release the name of the suspect now this is weird um and i'm just going to preface this by saying it's weird there is a journalist an editor and columnist for ML Now, um, which is a news organization in the Mission District of San Francisco. And I'm going to read this to you just so you can understand what we're dealing with. Um, According to the editor of ML Now, and he was named the 2019 Journalist of the Year by the Society of Professional Journalists, so this guy's a legit journalist, Uh, He says on Twitter, my sources named the suspect in the morning's hammer attack as David DePape, who was born in 1980 in Berkeley. He would appear to be a former Castro nudist protester. So this could be a little bizarre, but it could also upset the apple cart with many in the mainstream media who are suggesting this is somehow connected to MAGA world. Uh, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line uh, real quick uh, with our good friend, Chris DeGaulle. He is a great talk radio host uh, at AM 990, The Answer in Philadelphia. And Chris, before we get to the um, the political news of the day, is this not the weirdest story? <laughs> Todd, thanks for having me, my friend. Great to talk to you again. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, I think it was Jesse Smollett's attackers that shouted MAGA before they threw a noose around his neck, right? Yeah, and uh, I think it may have been, you know, Bubba Wallace as well with the noose in the uh, the NASCAR <laughs> garage. Remember that? That's, yes, that's right. And any number of, uh, you know, anti-Semitic attacks where uh, MAGA or Trump was sprayed on the side of cars in Philadelphia or a woman was chased menacingly through a college campus in Philadelphia where they shouted MAGA. All of these things obviously proven untrue later and totally made up. But, yeah, the, the where is Nancy component. I love that Maggie Haberman at the New York Times responsibly jumps to, this sounds like January 6th. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a bunch of nudists, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I... I <laughs> now, you want to talk about a chemical... That, now, that's a real attack. I tell you, that's offensive to me. Me as a nudist? No, sir. That that I should be locked away if I'm ever nude publicly. Oh, my goodness. So somebody just tweeted, there's a Canadian guy named David DePape who's having a really bad day right now. He's just has the unfortunate <laughs> case. No, your of, story, that's interesting. Your sources or what you're reading suggest that this guy is a, a, a Castro sympathizer, perhaps. So now, yes, and, and apparently he is, um, and, and again, he's not the only one. Now, other reporters, um, this is a, a Fox News Digital reporter, 
is now suggesting that this guy is formerly of the Castro nudist protest, which is an anti-war protest. Um, is Castro is the Castro district. So I don't think we're talking about communist here. I think oh, we're talking about okay. the Castro district. But again, this is this intel, Chris, is coming in real time here. Um, you know, in all sincerity, is this not indicative of just a completely lawless community in San Francisco? Tom? Exactly. I mean, that I don't wish the Pelosi's ill. I would never advocate or cheer them being harmed or hurt in any way. But my gosh, I mean, if this is happening to the third most powerful person in the country's family while she's away, what shot have average citizens in the city of San Francisco? Nancy Pelosi is not even safe in her home in San Francisco. And and I think this, and, and again, I'm with you, and we've been pretty upfront about this, Chris. She is third in line to the presidency. This woman should have security whether she is or is not in her home. Uh, you know, bad guys can, can do whatever they're going to do. But there, the fact that there was no security there is a very troubling thing. And it goes back to where was all the security on January the 6th? That's right. And by the way, there was plenty of videotape of that day. We've since now learned uh, she was starring in much of it. So I, I got to believe there's going to be video of this, too. Right. You'd hope. Well, you would you would think so, Chris. But I, I don't know. I, I don't. It's just a bizarre story. And uh, coincidences, because we're still waiting for the October surprise to drop. And clearly the media early on, they were hoping and praying this was a MAGA guy. Yeah, I mean, they're congenital liars. I'm sorry. I just, uh, when I hear Democrats attacked, uh, I need proof now. Justice I do, too. Smollett has set the tone. We need proof. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Chris, let's talk about what's going on in, in Pennsylvania. Chucky Schumer on the tarmac says the debate didn't really hurt the Democrats in Pennsylvania. You know, um, I will say it was a big fundraiser for uh, Fetterman, something like a million bucks he hauled in after that performance. And listen, here's the reason why. They're running a campaign. I call it the um, the Shriners Hospital for Kids campaign. The sweet kids, <laughs> uh, through no fault of their own, who've been born with disabilities, uh, you know, call now and you'll receive an adorable love to the rescue blanket. The difference is John Fetterman uh, is, is a very unhealthy man who has a pacemaker who has suffered a severe stroke. Um, many medical professionals suggest he's likely to have another. Uh, so I, I think he's a bit of a ticking time bomb. He was morbidly obese, lost tremendous weight uh, to his credit, but he's not a healthy guy. Okay, so let's just get that on the table first. He's he's not a pitiable guy. He's he's not a healthy guy. Um, I'm not going to blame him all for the stroke, but it's it's just a fact. These are facts. Okay, number two, he's a layabout. <laughs> I mean, the guy's done nothing professionally his entire life, Todd, until he became a lieutenant governor and uh, sponged off the taxpayers of Pennsylvania. His family is independently wealthy. He spends 32 k a year to send his kids to a private school called Winchester Thurston. I'm not making that up. Is that like from so, Gilligan's Island, Thurston's? No, that was Thurston Howell. I'm sorry. My right. apologies. No, but it's the same kind of waspy-sounding name, isn't it? That's right. Uh, so, yeah, this guy, uh, he's a fraud. He's a fraud. He's accomplished nothing. He's paid for nothing. Uh, and now he's a ticking time bomb who can't communicate without a machine. You see, and somehow the Democrats are running a campaign around this guy saying, oh, poor John, how mean of you to suggest that he's not up to the task. 
So I'm not playing, Todd. I got to ask you about the wife, though, because you know I think I think Biden let slip what, what the plan was. You know, get the guy elected, he steps aside, and is it Gazelle or Giselle? How did they pronounce the, uh, the Mrs. Fetterman, Mrs. That's F. right, Gis- Giselle, just Giselle. like the one that's divorcing Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay, Giselle. So so, <laughs> and then she steps in and becomes your senator. But I've got to play some audio here. Uh, Kyle, let's play. This is Mrs. Fetterman explaining why swimming is racist. Cut number two. And while we did not want the mansion, that mansion came with the pool. And the pool I wanted. And the dream was to open this pool and make it a public pool, turn it into the people's pool, and ensure that um, young people across Pennsylvania could learn how to swim and learn water safety and kind of work to right some of the wrongs. You know, historically, um, swimming in America is very racist. Um, And usually when you look at drowning statistics, it usually affects children of color because of lack of access. So swimming is racist, Chris DeGaulle. <laughs> you know, the problem the Fetterman family has with being uh, ultra-woke on the racism front is when John Fetterman was the mayor of Braddock, uh, there was a crime uh, committed. There was, a, 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 I believe, it was a break-in or a assault or something that was report- reported. At the same time this was reported, a black man jogging out for just a you know his cardio workout jogging past john fetterman's home unarmed minding his own business john saw this guy and said oh i bet that's the guy that we're looking for who just committed the crime grabs his shotgun and chases down an unarmed jogger black man and holds him at shotgun point until it's established no that's just an innocent man out for a jog that's John Fetterman's background, and when he was running as a Democrat, a, a black primary challenger named Mike Malcolm Kenyatta, you can go research this and find the clip easily, forced him to try to own that and explain himself. He never could do it, and this particular Democrat candidate said, you're disqualified. I mean, you chased a black man with a gun, an unarmed black man, innocent man. So these are not people, you know, this, this whole, yeah, we, we opened the pool so that the black kids could learn to swim thing, please. The uh, horse is already out of the barn. I mean, John's got problems with race big time. Democrats don't want to talk about it. Big time. And I would recommend they should invite Joe Biden over to sit poolside. He could be the lifeguard and he, he could let the children <laughs> caress his hairy legs like back in the day. By the, yeah, that's right. Him and Corn Pop and the chain. You know, it, the, the whole concept of her replacing him is predicated on the idea that uh, we have a governor called Josh Shapiro in this next cycle. He's the attorney general at present. Yeah. They're completely looking past our governor's race, and they shouldn't. Doug Mastriano, I think, is on the come here, and I think, I think could become. You know, a lot of people aren't favoring him to, or or think he can, but um, that's a big race. No one's talking about because of this Fetterman Oz thing. It's it's a huge race, and uh, we're going to be paying attention to all of them. And uh, Chris, we always appreciate your great insight, and it's one of these crazy breaking news days. Appreciate you being able to take it a few minutes to hang out with us. Uh, it's always an honor, Todd. Anytime. Thanks for the invitation. All right, the great Chris DeGaulle, ladies and gentlemen, he is the voice of Philadelphia on AM nine ninety. The answer. Uh, you got to listen to him and check out his great work uh, there in the Philadelphia area, folks. We've got to take a quick break here. Eight four four seven four. Uh, If you want to weigh in on the latest developments, uh, you've got Juicy Smoulet is now trending on social media. People wondering if the Democrats are going to try to use this attack to smear MAGA people. 
the reporting come as a matter of fact maggie haberman from the new york times just wrote echoes of january 6 when trump supporters flooded the capitol some hunting for the speaker but local reporters in san francisco are saying well wait a second this guy is some radical leftist who's part of a nudist movement there in the castro district of san francisco all right, we'll take your calls on that. Again, 844-747-8868. And also a reminder about our good friends over at Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. Uh, they're doing some incredible work around the nation. They're giving money and supporting campaigns to get conservative moms and dads on school boards. And on top of that, they've got a great wireless service. They have plans for your business, and they have plans for your home. And if you're a veteran or a first responder, they've got additional discounts just for you. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd is the website. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. Uh, you can also give them a call, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Be sure to use that promo code Todd. Did I hear the doorbell ring downstairs a few moments ago? Yes, and I may or be not may or may not be munching on something. It over may here. was that our friend from yes. the Wolf River popcorn. Oh yes, Th- they have the best gourmet popcorn in America. I like the Bill Street blend. That's the my Street. favorite. So I'm a caramel popcorn guy, mm, okay. and that stuff that is like crack cocaine. It's classic. And so our well, so so John from uh, Wolf River Popcorn. Yeah, came Jim by. Owen. He brought us by a whole wow. box for your birthday. It's for you, but Wait, I've stolen some. You said it was a whole box yes. because it looks kind of empty right now. Well. I told saying, you I may or may not be munching on something over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think more people have been dipping into the. Mm, <sighs> I can neither confirm it's nor like the deny cake, these the allegations. Cake, the cake downstairs is almost gone. Oh, that yeah. I mean, knew I, that was going to happen. Yeah, I know. I well, look, I I am just thoroughly impressed and surprised. It's very hard to surprise me, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, the staff has done a great job here today. So thank you for all the great birthday wishes. And is this, you know what, let's go to Mimi first uh, in North Carolina on the talk station. Mimi, how are you today? Well, I'm fine, Todd, and I hope you are having a wonderful day celebrating with all your admirers. I'm having and a lovely I, day. I don't, I don't want to talk. I'm very shy. All I want to do is whistle. Because Grace said no one has whistled for you yet. And I don't know if I can get through this, but I'm going to do my best. Well, I'm, I'm all ears. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, my good. Oh, that's many more. Oh, well there done. You have it. Well Hope done. You have many happy returns of the day, Todd. <laughs> Mimi, you are very kind. You're very talented. Oh, the studio audience, Mimi, you're a hit. Well done. Well done. Bye. Our, Mimi, thank you. God bless you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's go to the phones. Is this true? Is Michelle Cox on the the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line uh, the co-author of our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl, and uh, my very good friend, my old friend, Michelle, how are you? 
Oh, I am fine, but how are you, old friend? Happy birthday. Thank you. Yes, I'm doing good. You know, they gave me a biscuit this morning with a candle in it. Well, a birthday without a biscuit is just kind of a non-event. That's so true. Great. <laughs> Thank you all for taking care of that. Do I need to talk louder, Todd, because I know hearing's one of the first things to go? This is brutal. <laughs> Can you speak up a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I'll try. I'll try. Grace, I always introduce Todd as the brother I never wanted, <laughs> but I'm glad I have. <laughs> and and Todd, your gift is on the way. It just it took me so long to wrap your motorized wheelchair for shipping that it's probably going to be a day or two late. But wow. it'll get there eventually. Thank you, Michelle. You're you're so kind hearted. <laughs> <laughs> always always and you would do the same for me you know it and yes i would yes i would uh hey, and you know dalton said to see if elderly people need rides to the pole so do we need to line something up for you <laughs> do you mind that would be very helpful okay we'll see what we can do grace can you handle that yeah grace is all over oh, she's, I'm eating on her, it. she's eating her popcorn okay. yeah that too but i'm on it too i can multitask <laughs> Michelle, how are things? We've only got about a minute, about 90 seconds or so. How are things going in North Carolina? Well, we always kind of have to wait to see how many boxes or ballots are found in the trunk of cars or anything. <laughs> That's true. But I know I know our people are working hard here. And I just, you know, while I have your pulpit for a second, I just want to tell people, this is the election you cannot sit at home. I look at the faces of our children and our grandchildren, and if we don't take a stand here, they don't have a future. And, um, you know, I've been posting on Facebook about people praying that folks who have our values will turn out to vote, but also put feet to your prayers and talk to your family, your friends, your coworkers. And get everybody you can out to work and then pray for a fair and honest election. That's it. And and Michelle, I know you've been very involved in, in politics in Western North Carolina for a long time. And, you know, these are every single vote matters. And so we've got to get out and we've got to do what we can do uh, to, to save this country and to save our freedom. So. If folks that think one vote doesn't count, we had an election here in our county when I was Republican Party chair that would we would have won if one more person in each precinct had voted. So that one wow. vote makes a big wow. difference. And you just imagine that nationwide, your, vo- your vote counts, and it's vital this election. We have 10 seconds. Michelle, what's for supper tonight? Um, I think Paul's going to take me out. I'm saving all the cooking till you come to the farmhouse for your vacation that I, you keep promising I me. know. I've got to get over there, and it's a beautiful home uh, that you and Paul built uh, there in the beautiful mountains of, of western North Carolina. Michelle, always good hearing from you, my friend, and uh, folks are loving the book. So God bless. Bye. All right. That's Michelle Happy Cox. Happy from me and Paul. Bye. All right, folks, Hour 3 coming up. A lot of stuff to cover. Congressman Jim Jordan on the way. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Live 
live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd's. Happy birthday from the to- uh, dogs, Todd, and I'm sure Grace will appreciate this one. <laughs> I, I'm not in control of my show today, ladies and gentlemen. The staff has taken over, and uh, that's Brian there from Georgia. Thank you so very much for the um, – wow, so someone has whistled happy birthday, and now and it, this guy's dogs are very clearly uh, talented uh, canines. And Did I hear a cat? I thought I heard a cat there too. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, it is uh, it is a birthday day here at the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Thank you all so very much for uh, the kind words and the shout outs. And we also are going to be giving out um, a prize a little bit later on. We've got a trivia question on the table, and I want to throw this out there. And we're going to get you hooked up with a copy of my latest book. Uh, what does Todd call a di- – I feel like – I don't know. I, I feel weird. I feel like Bob Dole, who always referred to himself – like why? Why does Todd? What does Todd call a diet coke with a wedge of lemon? It's okay because I wrote them. You didn't. Thank write you, them. Grace. I should have just had you do this. What does Todd call a diet coke with a wedge of lemon? Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. That is our toll free telephone number. And give us a call, and uh, you're going to be able to win a great prize. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line very quickly on what has been a very busy breaking news day. This is the headline from AMAC. In scrappy campaign, GOP's Caroline Levitt vying to become the youngest woman ever elected to Congress. And Caroline is on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now. Caroline, hope you're doing well today. I'm doing very well and very excited. It's 10 days to go to Election Day. We make history and, and change the direction of this country. Thank goodness. Caroline, I, I'm, I know that a lot of people are on the left are attacking you because of your age, lack of experience. What do you tell those people out there? Because you are going to be, if elected, the youngest member of Congress. That is correct. And my opponents on both sides of the aisle, frankly, throughout this campaign, always hoped that my youth would be our greatest weakness. Well, unfortunately for them, it's our greatest strength because voters across my district in New Hampshire and across this country, frankly, are dehydrated for energetic, lively leadership in Washington, D.C. We are lacking it on both sides of the aisle. There's been people down there twice as long as I have been alive, clinging to power, ripping us off. It's time for a new wave, a new generation of leadership and a new generation of youthful conservative leadership, most importantly. And that's One of the reasons I felt compelled to run in the first place, start reaching out, changing the hearts and minds of voters my age uh, who unfortunately are being taught socialism by every institution in this country. So we're going to get to work on that in day one and fixing all of the problems that Democrats have created over the past couple of years. You won a huge, huge victory in the Republican primary, uh, winning 34.4% of the vote. Uh, Your nearest competitor, 25.2%. You have earned... Uh, endorsements from a number of big names in Congress, including uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, who's about to be on the program a little bit later today, and also Senator Ted Cruz, and the big kahuna himself, uh, former President Trump. How big was that endorsement for you? 
Well, I'm pleased to have that endorsement. I'm pleased to have the support of the wonderful leaders that you just mentioned. And uh, we are one unified Republican Party now heading into this November 8th general election. I'm really humbled by the outpouring of support I've received from the party, but more importantly from voters, not just in New Hampshire, but across the country. Uh, We have a grassroots war chest. I've raised more than $3 million since launching this effort, and it's all come from uh, great people across my state and across every state that recognize we need change. So we are welcoming everyone on board. I'm proud to have worked in President Trump's White House. We have a lot of forever Trumpers on our team, but uh, may surprise you, we got some never Trumpers on our team as well. That's what this is at stake in this election. Dire consequences over the past two years are really driving people to our movement. And I I know we're going to win and we're going to see a massive tidal wave, a red tidal wave take over this country on November the 8th. You're 25 years old, and and I hear you talking about wanting to have new perspectives. What sort of perspectives, as a 25-year-old conservative, are you going to be bringing to the table and, and to the party? Well, first and foremost, like I said, a lot of folks on both sides of the aisle have been down in D.C., and they've really lost touch with the American people uh, and where they stand. I'm a big supporter of term limits. I think that's something we need to get done as a country to root out the corruption and bring a government that's truly for the people, by the people, once again. One of the things I love uh, about being a candidate is I run all of my own social media accounts. Uh, You probably can't find me a member of Congress that directs or that corresponds directly with their constituents via social media. They have paid staffers to do it for them, but I pride myself on, on having that a direct correspondence in that way, especially amongst generations, the millennial Americans, that's where they're consuming their news. Uh, there's data to prove it. And so we need to start reaching out to them because public school system and higher education university system, in addition to you know the mainstream media, big tech, Hollywood, every institution in this country, you name it, is pushing socialism and critical race theory and these radical, insane gender uh, ideologies that we're seeing down the throats of young Americans. And it's really my goal to wake them up and start speaking truth to power and uh, protect the American dream because it's never been more out of touch for uh, young Americans like myself. You know, it's completely unaffordable to purchase a home and start a family right now, and the Democrat policies are making that worse. So it's my goal to relay that message uh, both on Capitol Hill and hopefully across this country as well. Caroline Levitt is running for Congress in New Hampshire, the 1st Congressional District there, 25 years old, former Trump administration staffer. She has endorsements from just about every well-known conservative leader uh, you know in this nation. Caroline, uh, what's it going to take to get you across the finish line there in New Hampshire? How are the polls looking? They're looking great. We are in a statistical tie, uh, if not a little bit ahead of our Democrat opponent. This is a Democrat-leaning district. It's a swing seat, and I'm going after the incumbent. So rest assured, Nancy Pelosi is most certainly dumping all she can to protect him. We are going to flip the district to take the gavel out of Pelosi's hand. And uh, we need some more help, though. We have uh, 10 days to go. Uh, television ads in Boston are very expensive. So if anyone would love to Help me out and go to our website. It's carolineforcongress.com. Caroline with a K. I'm in a statistical dead heat tie in this race, and we need some more momentum to get over the finish line. And if you're in New Hampshire and listening, please get out and vote. We need to flood the polls on November 8th, just like we did in September 13th in our primary. Against all odds, we won. And we're going to win against all odds once again in a few days. I love it. Well, Caroline, we wish you the very best. Uh, You've run an incredible campaign, and we look forward to seeing you in Congress. 
Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. All right. That's Caroline Levitt, everybody. Uh, She will be, if elected, the youngest person in the U.S. Congress running there in New Hampshire, and she is the real deal. And and I love this. I you know I employ a lot of young people at the radio station I own in Memphis, Tennessee, KWAM. And the interesting thing about Generation Z and and, and many millennials, especially conservatives, they are passionate about their country. They're passionate about their politics, and they want to work hard. And we need folks like that up on Capitol Hill. Hey, I want to give a quick shout out to Michelle who uh, just um, sent us a note. She says, Todd, happy birthday. For your birthday, I just donated $100 to ADF and got the little heart emoji. Well, Michelle, thank you very much. That is that is incredibly generous of you, and, and, and thank you so much for that. We are in the final day of our Radiothon for Alliance Defending Freedom, and so we could use your help. Uh, we just need about a 1,000 people to donate $100, and boom, we have already surpassed our goal. And you can do that by going to toddsterns.com. That's toddsterns.com, and click on the Alliance Defending Freedom banner, which is what Michelle did, and you'll be able to donate. It is 100% tax deductible, and your gift, your first-time gift, is literally going to be matched, so it'll be doubled thanks to a generous ADF donor. Well, I want to go to the phones here because we have a trivia question, and Grace Baker has put together Todd Stearns-themed trivia questions for the day. Let's go to Carol in California, hanging out with us on the live stream today. Hi, Carol. How are you? I'm terrific, Todd, and happy birthday to you. It's a pleasure to be able to say that to you again. I met you a couple years ago at the PJI dinner at Disneyland, and wish you happy birthday then. So it's my honor to do it again. Carol, you were so kind. And uh, it's Pacific Justice Institute. They just put on one of the best galas uh, that you're, you're ever going to be able to go to. What a, what a lot of fun that is. It was a wonderful time. And I laugh every time you tell the stories about the people in Disneyland that were <laughs> dressed up for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little scary. I'm just going to be honest with you, Carol. Kind of creeped me out. I. All right, Carol, let's try to win you a prize here. Uh, The question on the table, what do I call a Diet Coke with a wedge of lemon? Us Lutherans get confused, but it is a Baptist martini. (laughs) Yes, uh, no confusion there, uh, Lutherans. Uh, That is correct. A Baptist martini. Uh, Carol, uh, congratulations. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna um, put you on hold, and Grace is gonna get all your info, and uh, we're gonna send you a signed copy of our daily biscuit devotions with a drawl. All right, so let's uh, there you go, Carol, and of course co-written by my good friend Michelle Cox. We've got to take a break. Before we do, I want to share some some sad news for you today. Um, those of you uh, who enjoy rock and roll music, uh, some sad news coming from Memphis, Tennessee. Word is that Jerry Lee Lewis. The great rock and roll legend has died. He passed away this morning at his home near Memphis. Um, this is according to the Associated Press. Jerry Lee Lewis was 87 years old, and of course he was known for a number of hits, including Great Balls of Fire and a whole lot of shaking going on, uh, originally from Louisiana. And he was related, uh, believe it or not, to uh, the evangelist Jimmy Swaggart. So I believe they were cousins. And, uh, of course, it was uh, part of the Million Dollar Quartet. Uh, great, a great musician is gone. Jerry Lee Lewis has passed away. 
All right, uh, folks, before we go to break, um, another trivia question. We want to know, what is my favorite football team? If you listen to the program, you will know the answer to that question. What is my favorite football team? 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Starn Show. A great song and some sad news from Memphis, Tennessee. Just moments ago, the Associated Press sending down the bulletin that Jerry Lee Lewis, one of the greats of rock and roll in the early days of the 1950s and 60s, has passed away here in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Certainly, we're praying for the family there. Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, part of that uh, great generation of incredible music, and he is going to be missed. Welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. We are so honored to have you with us on this very busy Breaking News Friday. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Lines. Uh, we have a, a crazy story coming to us from our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom. Phil Seckler is an attorney with ADF, and Travis Allen is their client. Uh, gentlemen, I want to welcome both of you to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Yeah, thanks for having, having us. You know, Travis, I'd like to start with you. Uh, here is a story coming from a Dateline, Burlington, Vermont, where um, Alliance Defending Freedom has filed a federal lawsuit on behalf of you and your daughter, uh, Blake. I want you to tell us what happened there at the local school. Well, my daughter was changing for a volleyball competition at the school, and uh, the student had come into the locker room, the male student, and so she asked him to get out because they were changing. And when he didn't, she uh, finished as quickly as she could and then uh, left the room where she went and sought out authorities to let them know what was happening and that it was not okay. And, uh, Phil, I understand uh, from the from the information from Alliance Defending Freedom uh, that that was a big problem. Tell us what happened. So uh, Blake, uh, Travis's daughter, then discussed the issue with her friends and was basically suspended, and discipline was imposed on her for having that discussion, for saying that the student, uh, he, shouldn't have been in the girls' locker room. So she was accused of harassment and bullying, and uh, given suspension, and uh, some other discipline as well. Now, now, Travis, I understand you're a coach, you're a coach as well. Do you coach at that particular school, and what do you coach? I do. I was currently coaching the middle school girls soccer team. I see. And so why, I'm, I'm curious here, why were you suspended from, from your coaching job? I was suspended because I made a social media post that uh, referred to the male student as a male. And so that's, they asked me to official, uh, issue an apology. And I refused to. So they said, if you can't refuse, a, or if you can't uh, offer an apology, we're going to suspend you immediately. Phil, that sounds to me on its face like um, like an unconstitutional decision by the school district. Yeah, I that's agree. what it sounded like to us, too, Todd. So that's why we filed the lawsuit, because it's just blatant <laughs> viewpoint discrimination. The government essentially punishing somebody because they don't like their views. 
You know, uh, Travis, it's interesting um, that that this particular case involves your daughter, who is a volleyball player. Uh, there was a story that's been circulating for the past week from Western North Carolina, where a team, a, a volleyball team, was playing against another team that had a uh, a boy who identifies as a girl, spiked the ball in a girl's face and knocked her out. I mean, caused all sorts of you know injuries. And now that school has decided to forfeit any other games with this particular school. I mean, the reality here, you know, beyond just uh, the basic understanding of human anatomy, uh, this could pose a a danger issue, uh, quite frankly. I agree. Uh, I've seen that clip, and it's, uh, as far as I know, the, the girl is still recovering, isn't she? She is. Um, so, so again, I know this is a situation where you have a, a young man uh, coming into the locker room, but it just seems to me, Phil, that that young girls, biological girls, are having to put their rights on hold. They're the ones that have the problem if they don't want a young man in their locker room or their changing facilities. Absolutely. Not only do they have to endure what the school decides, uh, when they complain, they're told they really don't have a basis to complain. And then when they discuss the issue, they get punished for even discussing it, which is what happened to Blake. And it's really crazy. And and so, Phil, again, so Blake, uh, she was what, suspended or was she punished? How was she punished? So she was suspended. uh, And then also she was required to engage in what the school called a restorative circle so that she could see the error of her ways. uh, And then if she did a good enough job on that in a reflective essay, uh, they would let her... uh, be done with suspension but if she didn't do a good enough job she'd have three more days suspension so we thought that also is unconstitutional because they're trying to compel her to speak and just recite their views of uh, this woke ideology they're pushing travis we've got about 10 seconds here what's your message to other moms and dads that may be dealing with this to go with your gut instinct if you think something's not right it's probably not right and you need to stand up and defend yourself and your family Well said. And gentlemen, we appreciate you coming on and we apologize for the shortness. We have all sorts of breaking news today, but we've got the story up on our website, toddsterns.com. Travis, best of luck to you and your daughter, Phil. God bless you and the team at Alliance Defending Freedom. And folks, that's why we need your help because of cases just like that. Go to toddsterns.com. You can donate right now and help out Travis and his daughter. We'll be right back. Crazy story, right? I mean, you got a girls girls volleyball player, and there's a dude in the girls' locker room. She calls him a dude, and she gets suspended. And uh, thank God that Alliance Defending Freedom is fighting alongside that young lady. And if you want to help with that cause, and ADF, they they you know the, the money you give them goes to fight cases just like this one. Uh, go to ToddSterns.com and click on the Alliance Defending Freedom banner. All right, let's go to the phones here. We have a trivia question on the table. I want to go to Bartlett, Tennessee, Elaine, listening to us on our flagship station, KWAM. Elaine, how are you today? I'm doing great. Happy birthday. Well, thank you, Elaine. And I have to say, it is a beautiful day here in the Memphis area. It sure is. All right. We're going to try to win you a prize, Uh, Elaine. We need to know the name of my favorite football team. I hope it's Tennessee Vols. 
Yes, Elaine, uh, we're standing at attention here in the broadcast studios in East Memphis. It's Rocky Top. Elaine, congratulations. You're the winner. Thank you. That was my husband's favorite team also when he is that right? Every football game, and he did get to go to Knoxville one time and see a home game that he really enjoyed. So. Well, well, I bet he has great seats to watch this season, and uh, what an exciting season it's been. Number three in the nation and gearing up for that big showdown with the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, I've been watching it myself, and I'm not really a football fan, but I, I do like the team. I just never was big into football, but... Uh, since it's been such a good year, Alabama was such a just a really, really good game, and I'm hoping Georgia's going to be good, too. Absolutely. Well, Elaine, I want you to hang tight, and uh, Grace is going to get all your uh, particulars, and uh, we're going to send you a signed copy of our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl. Uh, thank you for those kind words. All right, uh, we'll throw out another trivia question here. Uh, where am I from? Where was I born? If you know where, Todd Stearns was born, you're going to win a great prize today as we celebrate um, the big birthday. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. New polling information uh, here from USA Today. A new poll out shows that 40% of Hispanics and 21% of blacks are now backing the Republican Party. Now, back in 2020, exit polls indicated the president won 12% of the of black voters, 32% of the Hispanic vote, which was a vast improvement over Willard Mitt Romney back in 2012. The USA Today poll is showing um, ahead of the November 8th midterms that 40% of Hispanics and 21% of blacks backed the Republican Party candidate in a generic ballot. And I just have a very simple question for Hispanic and black listeners of this radio program. Why are you now supporting the Republican Party? What is it about the Republican Party that has made you switch over? 844 844- 747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Now, something very interesting happened yesterday. We've been following some disturbing developments out there, and I do believe, first and foremost, that the Republicans are going to win big on Election Day. I do believe that. But I also believe there are going to be voter shenanigans. And I think that we are going to see the Democrats try as hard as they can to throw this election. And I think the mainstream media is going to be very involved and will be complicit in that steal effort. And the point of this radio program is to stop that steal. A couple of stories that I want to share with you, and the best the best thing we can do on this radio program is when you hear of an incident of unverified ballots being mailed out or people that are, are trying to do something nefarious at polling stations, maybe there is a case of voter intimidation. We want to hear about that on this radio show because we've got to get that information out there. So anyway, last night on the local Fox TV affiliate, Something very odd happened. This was the TV affiliate, Fox 10, where Carrie Lake was once an anchor. And last night during a newscast, a little widget 
popped up on the bottom of the screen. And you've probably seen these uh, on your local TV station. Normally, it tells you the weather forecast or something of that nature, a breaking news item. Well, it turns out, it turns out that during this broadcast, the widget popped up and it happened to show the election results for governor in Arizona. Even more bizarre is that it showed Katie Hobbs beating Carrie Lake to win the governor's race, and it even showed the vote totals. And we have pictures of this, we have screenshots of it, and we also have the live video so you can see it for yourself on our website, toddsterns.com. Just one big glaring problem. The election is on November 8th, 11 days from now. So how in the world did the Fox TV station get a hold of that information? Now, was this a technical glitch or was there something more nefarious going on? And I think based on what happened in 2020, it's a fair question that we ought to be asking. In Pennsylvania, state lawmakers, a number of Republicans are demanding answers after nearly a quarter million unverified ballots were mailed out. According to a letter sent to the Secretary of the Commonwealth, Lee Chapman, lawmakers found 240,000 ballots were not verified. Folks, that is an enormous number, large enough to throw elections in Pennsylvania, which is a battleground state. So we're going to keep our eyes on all of this, folks, and you've got to help us out as well. You hear of any reports of weird stuff happening, you give us a call. All right, let's go to the phones here, 844-747-8868. Joanne in Georgia. Joanne, how are you today? Well, hello, Todd. I'm doing fine, and happy birthday to you. Well, you're very kind to say that. Thank you, and uh, the staff has done a great job. I, You know, uh, Joanne, for most of my life, I was not a big party kind of a guy, uh, but I, I'm kind of enjoying this. This is a lot of fun today. Well, it's been a lot of fun for the listeners as well. Well, I'm glad to hear that. All right. Well, let's try to win you a prize here, Joanne. And it's a it's a pretty simple question, I think. We need to know, where am I from? Where was I born? I think you're from the same birthplace where Elvis has this big house in Memphis, Tennessee. Yay. Yes, Joanne, you are correct. Born and raised in Memphis, born at Baptist Hospital in downtown Memphis. I'm a womb-to-tomb Baptist, as they say, Joanne. <laughs> well, and my that's dad, good. That's good. My dad, believe it or not, um, my dad lived in the same neighborhood as Elvis. You know, that was all pretty much farmland uh, back back in those days. And dad uh, and, and his brother, my uncle Jerry, who I write about a lot, uh, they used to pal around over at Graceland. And I used to hang out with Elvis. And dad, my dad played in a band with some of Elvis's cousins. So, uh, wow. good wow. times back in I the day. I got to see him in La- I got to see him in Las Vegas, and boy, he put on a show. That's for is sure. that right? So you were at that you were at the big revival there in uh, in Vegas, the big yes. comeback. Yes, I was. Yes, seventy two. Wow, that's seventy one. Yes. Have you seen Early the mo- 70s. Have you seen the movie? Have you seen the Elvis movie? Oh, absolutely. What, absolutely. I'm Wonderful. curious. What was your thought about that movie? It was more dramatic than I thought it was going to be. Um, I wanted to hear more of his music, but uh, I still thought it was very well done. And um, 
I dragged my husband to it, and he was okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the, the actor that played Elvis just did a terrific job, and uh, he has yeah. he sang a lot of those songs, and he, he nailed it. I, I just thought he did a great job. Well, I look, agree. He did. Jo- Joanne, we're going to put you on hold, and Grace is going to get your info, and we're going to send you a signed copy of my uh, latest book, Our Daily Biscuit, devotions with a drawl. All right, folks, we've got to take a break here. Yes, ma'am. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Don't want to freak you guys out, but Hillary Clinton is back. She's attacking President Trump, MAGA supporters again. She now claims Republicans have a plan to steal the 2024 election. Now, Dick Morris says Joe Biden will not run again, and Hillary Clinton will run. This is all documented in his new book, The Return. Dick Morris has been Trump's political advisor. You've seen him on Newsmax and the top networks. Now, the return reveals Trump's secret plan to win again. Three big obstacles to that, and Dick Morris lays those out in the return. An Amazon number one bestseller, Dick Morris, The Return, in bookstores everywhere. Or you can check out our free offer, thanks to our friends at Newsmax. You're going to be able to save $28. Just call 1-800-NEWSMAX. That's 1-800-NEWSMAX. Or go to thereturn911.com. That's thereturn911.com. We'll be right back. folks welcome back to the todd starnes radio show so happy to have you with us today been a very busy news day and thank you for all the kind words and well wishes uh, and birthday greetings we greatly appreciate that i want to go to the patriot mobile newsmaker line honored to have with us great american patriot our good buddy jim jordan from the great state of ohio and congressman before we jump into it uh, i just want to go through those those football rankings, Georgia, Ohio, and my Tennessee Volunteers. There you go. The Holy Trinity. The Big Ten, Ten sandwiched between the Southeast Conference right <laughs> there. Uh, well, the big, well, Georgia's got a big game uh, the, this week, and then next week, of course, it's the Georgia-Tennessee game. Um, and, and the Buckeyes, well, the Buckeyes are... Buckeyes are Penn State, I think, this week. So, a uh, couple, some, some good games. It's yeah. going to be some great games, great college football. Um, but yep. in the meantime, we got a lot of politicking Wait, to talk is, about. Is it your birthday? Did you? Did I hear it was your birthday? I hit the big five-five today, Congressman. Congratulations! Happy birthday! Thank you. That's Appreciate awesome. that. Yeah, the staff has surprised me. I'm not even controlling my own show today, so they have all these surprises <laughs> popping up all over the place. That's, that's great. That's great. Um, a lot going on in, in politics and, of course, things looking great on the campaign trail. I want to get to that in just a moment. But uh, sure. House Judiciary, you guys are just laying – you're throwing down the hammer here, uh, sending uh, letters to Mayorkas and Garland. What are you guys wanting from the, from these two? Well, look, I think, in, I think in 11 days it's going to be a good day for Republicans. I think we're going to be in the majority. We want them to make sure uh, – we want to make sure that they're preserving all documents because – Part of our constitutional duty, as we've talked about several times before, Todd, is, is to do oversight, to do the investigations and get the truth and the facts to the American people. And you can't do that if you, if you don't have access to some of the information or all the information that's pertinent. So we've, uh, we continue. We've sent letter after letter after letter, hundreds to various agencies, particularly the Justice Department. Um, and we want to get to the bottom of just how political that agency has become and what they've been up to. So uh, that's, that's what that's uh, all about. 
And again, out on the campaign trail, um, we saw some, a report earlier from USA Today uh, that a, a very large number of Hispanics and black voters are now embracing the Republican Party. I mean, this has got to be um, such an affirmation for the great work that you guys are doing, uh, not just in the party, but also the House Freedom Caucus. Yeah, uh, look, I've said for, for weeks now, I think this election is about, I, I say, four plus freedom, four key issues plus what they're doing to our freedom. You know, we went from a secure border to no border. We went from safe streets to record crime. We went from $2 gas to 4 and $5 gas. And we went from uh, stable prices to a 41-year high inflation rate. Those four key fundamental facts, fundamental issues, that's what the Democrats and Joe Biden have done to the country. And then in addition to that, it's what we were just talking about. It's the attack on our First Amendment, attack on our Second Amendment, and, our, uh, and other liberties, and our due process rights. And, the, and, and furthermore, the weaponization of government, specifically the Justice Department against we the people. So I think that's what's on, on voters' minds. And I think in 11 days they're going to go and they're going to they're gonna put Republicans back in charge of the House of Representatives. And I think we're going to sweep all these swing state Senate races that are up with with Herschel winning in, in Georgia. Ted Budd, our colleague, I think is going to win the, the North Carolina Senate race. Dr. Oz, we after that debate the other night, I think he's, he's going to win that, that, that race in Pennsylvania. J.D. Vance is going to win Ohio. Ron Johnson, Wisconsin, Laxalt in, in, in uh, Nevada. And I think Blake Masters can win in Arizona as well. So uh, that's what I think is coming. And uh, it's because of how bad things have gotten in just 21 months under Democrat control of the federal government. And, you know, again, hearing uh, Chuck Schumer on the hot mic uh, when he was meeting with Biden on the tarmac, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, saying that, hey, things are looking bad uh, in, in Georgia with Herschel Walker. But I think there people are just tired. You know, they're tired yeah. of the mudslinging. They, they recognize we have serious problems and we need serious people to address those serious problems. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, we got to, they, they, I think they want to stop the madness and, and quit, stop, stop everything, the, the crazy spending, the paying people not to work and driving up the cost of energy, which has given us this 41 uh, year high inflation rate. So I, I, I was, I was just doing a, a event with some, some folks in our, in our district. And the guy said, I, I looked at my 401k. I looked at my bank account. I went to the gas station and I went to the grocery store and I, it, th- that's what's happening. And when you do all four of those things, you're like, what the heck is going on? That's what's weighing on people's mind, and that's why they're going to vote for Republicans. Congressman, real quick, I, I love what you wrote about uh, Twitter, free speech, liberal tears. <laughs> well, you know, so already Elon Musk, is, is it seems, is beginning to open that up. And you know how it works, Todd. Conservatives get throttled back. They, it, it just... That's a, they've shadow banned us in the in the past. I mean, that's how they operate. That's the left that 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 coordinated effort by the left, big tech working with big media, and they tried to work with big government when they were attempting to set up this this disinformation governance board. Um, so yeah, this is I think a, a welcome sign for the First Amendment and for freedom. All right, well, Congressman, we're going to leave it there. We know you've got a busy time out on the campaign trail. Are you are you pretty much is it twenty four seven? I know a lot of the senators are going out into other districts to campaign as well. Are you pretty yeah. much in Ohio? It's it's been busy. Uh, now we're back in our district, and so we're doing stuff in our district. It's not as busy now, but we're getting around talking to the folks that I hope to represent again. But yeah, a couple of weeks ago we were in. Uh, I remember Friday we we're in Oklahoma, Saturday we we're in Texas. Sunday, I was in Arizona, Monday back in New Mexico, helping colleagues and candidates. So, yeah, we've had some of that, but now we're back in a lot. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, Congressman, God bless. Uh, have a great weekend out there. All right. Take care. Thanks. All right. Jim Jordan, everybody, everybody. Uh, one of the great fighters for the uh, for the conservative 
uh, movement and also for the Republican Party. I mean, just they're they're just crushing it out there. Uh, let's go real quick to the phones. Uh, Sam in Georgia wants to weigh in. Sam got about sixty seconds here. Hey, Todd. Uh, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call and happy birthday, my friend. Thank you. Um, I'm previously a Rush issue, but a, a Rush listener, and uh, but I want to thank you for continuing to carry the torch for conservatism. But I was telling Grace Baker on the phone that Obama's here in town uh, doing some campaigning, and uh, it seems like all the ads that you see here, their focus is abortion or voters' rights. And I just had a thought that um, uh, Planned Parenthood years ago, we uh, I think we all know why that was established, but it seems like the Democrats are still uh, focused on controlling the black population. And, um, you know, that may be a, a back door into what they're doing, but, uh, well, you know, if that's the only issues that they have to uh, campaign on, you know, maybe that's, uh, you know, it's a good maybe point. that's their strategy. Sam, it is a great thought. We'll pick up on that Monday. Thank you for listening. I want to thank my great staff here, Grace, Kyle. Thank you, Caleb and Ben, for all of the great birthday wishes. You folks have a great Friday, and you be sure to go to church this weekend. Pico America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.